We call this initiative Domingo, obviously a play on the Spanish word for Sunday. It's a chance to turn those streets into public spaces in a very different way. And after this two-year period of isolation and separation, really be deliberate and creative about bringing our community together for some fun chance encounters, creativity, and discovery. Welcome to More Life. In this episode, Hartford HealthCare's Steve Coates talks to Hartford, Connecticut Mayor Luke Bronin. They cover some critical challenges U.S. cities are all facing, including violence, COVID recovery, and how health equity plays an important part in each of these issues. Mayor Bronin, who recently recovered from COVID himself, shares some important lessons learned in being tasked with leading his city through the pandemic. He also talks about leveraging key partnerships with hospitals, health systems, community and faith organizations, and the impact that can have on individuals and the city at large. Domingo, Hartford, which will temporarily transform a few miles of Hartford's city streets into carefree public spaces this summer, is one of the mayor's prime examples of how we are connecting our communities and creating new places for safe neighborhood fun and healthy activities for all ages and abilities. Here's Steve Coates. So we are recording this uh, in May. It's about a month and a half away from the start of Domingo. And Mary, you are recovering from about with COVID. How you doing? Uh, thanks for asking. I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, you know, I had all the classic symptoms for about 48 hours. And then after that, fine. I've still got a, a persistent cough uh, once in a while that it's a little hard to distinguish from seasonal allergies. So I'm not sure which is which, but overall feeling good. I appreciate it. Being the mayor with COVID, probably... Uh, different than it would have been in 2020 when when there was so little known about the disease. But has it changed the way in that time you were away, changed the way you've done your job? Is it, is it difficult to have people know all of this about your, your health information? Yeah, it's part of the job. I've had uh, plenty of health information uh, public uh, over the last couple of years. uh, So that's definitely part of the job. But uh, you know, now that we're all used to working remotely, I would say that uh, except for the first 36 or 48 hours, uh, the rest of my COVID experience was a lot like any normal working day, uh, just uh, working from uh, from my isolation room rather than the office. We're more than two and a half years now from the first COVID-19 patient in the Hartford area at Hartford Hospital. So when you look back at that first patient at 2020, how has the pandemic changed your leadership style and just the way you lead the city? Has it? I don't know. I, I think that one of the things that uh, has always been important to me and, and I think was sort of uh, something that I took very seriously for the first uh, five years of my time as mayor was being physically present anywhere and everywhere I could. Uh, I was uh, I tried to be out and around in our community everywhere possible. And that obviously changed for a period of time. Uh, that's that's changed again. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be back out there and, and going to community events and excited a lot of organizations are holding their uh, events that have been delayed over the past couple of years. Uh, so that was definitely a change. It's, it's, you know, one of the things that's so fulfilling about this job is getting to interact with so many people. And uh, that period of detachment or isolation was, uh, was hard for a lot of people, uh, myself included, but glad that we're moving on to the next phase. As we kind of move away from the pandemic, I guess one thing people are saying is a positive that has come from it is really the focus on health equity, as we've seen inner cities, cities like Hartford, Bridgeport, really, really impacted. Are we moving the meter? Do you think, have we made some 
some changes? Have we made some significant progress in the terms of health equity and access in the city? Let me say, with respect to COVID specifically, we worked really hard in partnership with a lot of partners, including Hartford Healthcare and Hartford Hospital, to uh, make sure that our community had access to all of the tools that were needed to battle this pandemic as effectively as possible, whether it was uh, testing accessibility, vaccine accessibility. Uh, We had so many clinics throughout our community, uh, both for testing and vaccines, as as well as a lot of uh, efforts to raise awareness and educate. So I'm really proud of the efforts that we collectively made uh, to make sure that there were as few barriers as possible to the life-saving tools that were important over the last couple of years. In terms of the broader issue of health equity, I, I like to think and I hope that Uh, There has been a a change in awareness that more people are uh, aware now of the tremendous disparities when it comes to health and uh, the social determinants of health and the underlying conditions that made so many people more vulnerable to the coronavirus. Uh, Whether or not we've actually moved the needle in addressing those issues, I I think the answer, the honest answer is probably not. Uh, I think that uh, that's something that's going to have to be an ongoing effort over years. And... uh, and we need to particularly focus on those chronic conditions that, um, you know, that again, uh, were, were some of the key determinants of, of how hard COVID hit somebody over the last couple of years. Is there one specific area you can think of where we can make some measurable changes quickly in, in the area of equity in healthcare? I don't, I don't think that there's a, a, a magic bullet. I don't think there's a single solution. I think that... Um, one of the things we've found is that strong partnerships between our big hospitals as well as our, uh, our big hospitals and our community uh, health clinics, uh, places like Charter Oak Healthcare or Intercommunity, uh, are really, really important. It's important to have those healthcare institutions that can provide preventative care and they can provide long-term care for chronic conditions in the community, in neighborhoods, accessible by foot or by bus. That is absolutely critical. And I hope that we are able to build on those partnerships once we move beyond, fully beyond, uh, you know, the the pandemic battle to make sure that we're using those partnerships to expand access to care across the board. I think that's one of the critical things we've seen, how important it is to have those uh, trusted community partners working hand in hand with our big healthcare institutions. In May, the city announced in collaboration with hospitals in the area and some community groups, a partnership that will address violence in the city. How big of a health threat is violence in Hartford right now? And what is this group doing to address that? Well, just to, to address your first question, I, you know, violence uh, often is rooted in trauma and repeat exposures to trauma, and it also causes trauma. And that trauma then manifests in many different ways, in, in mental health uh, issues, in emotional distress, also in physical ways. And... Uh, the partnership that we announced is a really important one. It's the partnership to build a citywide hospital-based violence intervention program where all three of our hospital systems, Connecticut Children's, Hartford Hospital, uh, St. Francis, are working together with each other and with community partners like Hartford Communities That Care and Mothers United Against Violence and Compass Peace Builders to seize that moment when someone comes into the hospital to uh, in the wake of gun violence, to, to get their physical wounds treated and healed, uh, and seize that moment to address some of the underlying issues, uh, whether that underlying issue is uh, a mental health issue or trauma issue that's that's uh, 
at the root of what put that person in the path of violence to begin with, whether it is issues like housing or like employment or um, you know other things that can be critical to trying to help someone get on a different path. And uh, that partnership between healthcare providers and peers and community organizations that are trying to provide support over a sustained period of time is really, really critical to try to address those underlying issues. You know, even though it's happening in the wake of an act of violence, it's fundamentally about prevention because one of the tragic things, one of the most tragic things about gun violence in our community and in community after community around the country is that for many people, exposure to violence is um, is not a single occurrence, it's repeated. And you know, we often see that those who are victims of gun violence have been victims in the past. We also see that a significant share, we estimate about one in five of those we suspect of shooting other people have themselves been victims of gun violence. And that's why seizing that moment when someone has been a victim of gun violence to try to intervene, identify their needs on a very personalized basis, and then provide support well beyond their time in the emergency room or the operating room or the hospital is uh, an important piece of the puzzle. I want to stress there, there are just as we were talking about health equity, there's no simple or single solution to the challenge of gun violence. This is just one initiative that we're pursuing to try to address the challenge. Of course, law enforcement is a hugely important part of it. Uh, so uh, are our youth violence intervention efforts, uh, those individualized intensive efforts to reach out and provide support to young people who we know are involved uh, in gun violence. Uh, it also includes a project longevity. Uh, it includes our reentry work to provide support to those who are coming back into our community after serving time so that they can uh, overcome the barriers that uh, always uh, lay in front of somebody who's who's got a criminal record that can sometimes keep them from building a, a different life. So we're pursuing all of those things. We've got to fight this fight on many fronts, but this partnership with our hospitals is hugely important. And I'm really grateful to all the partners. I think the theme here as we close and we emerge from the pandemic is that we really can't address any of the issues in terms of health equity, access to care without all of us coming together, whether it's hospitals, community organizations, um, the city. A perfect example of this is Domingo Hartford, which is happening this summer. And we're very proud at Hartford Healthcare to sponsor this event, to participate in this event. And it's more than just a street fair, right? It's This is about engaging the community. That's right. And first of all, let me say, you know, Hartford Healthcare is not just a sponsor. Hartford Healthcare is the major sponsor, and we're hugely grateful for that support that makes this possible. Uh, our, it's it, This is Hartford's Open Streets uh, initiative, Open Streets experiment. Uh, on the fourth Sunday of every month this summer, we're going to close down a long stretch of street, of, of avenue, uh, and turn it into a public place, reclaim it from cars for the day, uh, and in place of traffic, have food and music and dance and community coming together to hopefully celebrate uh, a beautiful day with, with friends you already know, but also meet some new friends and make new connections, bring our community back together. Each of the avenues that we're closing uh, in Hartford spans multiple neighborhoods, so it's a chance to bring our neighborhoods together. And we call this initiative uh, Domingo, obviously a play on the Spanish word for Sunday. It's a, it's a chance to turn those streets into public spaces in a very different way. And after this two-year period of, uh, of isolation and separation, really be deliberate and creative about bringing our community together 
for some fun chance encounters, creativity, and discovery. And Hartford Healthcare is really excited to take part in Domingo. We'll be there with free health screenings, uh, plenty of entertainment as well, dance lessons in Bushnell Park. To learn more, you can go to domingohartford.com. Mayor, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you, Steve Coates and Mayor Bronin. Be sure to check this episode's notes to learn more about Domingo Hartford and what Hartford HealthCare is doing to improve access to health services and support in the cities it serves. Follow More Life to be notified each time a new episode drops. Just search Hartford HealthCare on your favorite podcast platform. For Hartford HealthCare, I'm Anne de Pierre. Thanks for listening to More Life. I'm ready for my close-up. All the faces start to light up. You know I love this feeling. I got more life in my life. If you feel it, then you know. We can go anywhere we want to go. You're going to love this feeling. We got more life in our life. Oh, I won't stop going. No sign of slowing. Now I know it. life.